Welcome back to another episode of Woody Banter. Your hosts, Nabil, Daniel, and Anika are here. And Anika is back from her trip to Malaga, Spain. Um, how was that trip overall? Uh, highly recommended. Um, we went around all these smaller villages and... Um, some very steep castles. Some very steep castles, some caves, uh, prehistoric caves, some uh, rock formations up on the top of a mountain. All, um, and so a lot of history, a lot of culture, a lot of eating. Um, a lot of for wit. those unaware, where is Malaga? Malaga is on the south of Spain. It's uh, Costa de Sol, a uh, place where a lot of people go vacationing, but it is also um, the coast at which the Muslims invaded Spain when they did. And um, that's where you, in that area, region, you have a lot of Muslim history as well. So, mm. thoroughly enjoyed it. Some of the program we've been watching recently, Game of Thrones, uh, mm -hmm. was filmed in Spain. Although I don't know if it was uh, anywhere near Malaga, but um, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, <laughs> we we missed out on some energy today. Yeah, I think uh, we've been drained from the uh, marathon watching that we did yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> We we had to catch up on I had to catch up basically on all of the um, Game of Thrones Game of Thrones episodes. Uh, we did a quick uh, check in as well. I skipped two seasons, seasons, mm. but I have caught up. And today, um, I, I think what what we all have found interesting is trying to see, trying to identify the story elements in this vast story. And seeing how we're all hooked onto it, um, me more recently and you two for the past few years. Um, and somehow um, your hopes are waning, Nabil. You, you feel that this is... Mine are not. Th this is going downwards. So tell us a bit about you know mm. Game of Thrones and your prediction on Game of Thrones and why it's waning. And Spoiler you know, alerts Dan ahead. Daniel. So tune what? out now if you're what? <laughs> for whatever reason yeah, plan on watching Game of Thrones and <laughs> don't. Well, well, we haven't seen it. So we're, we're like everybody else. Which right. is well, some people might not. Just if somebody is not caught up. Spoiler alert to them. Uh, well, it maybe it's a good study session for them like it was for me yeah no i agree um i don't know i thought season seven was stagnant um to generalize it nothing much happened and we and we ended up where we started it was really let's convince cersei that there's a real threat um Arya goes gets her revenge on some people and peter uh, that's about it yeah Peter so then the question is can a story like that because there was a time when you were also into Vikings and into mm -hmm. you know all of these other grand scale shows is there a way that a, that a story can go on and on and keep its um, keep you connected for mm. longer than five six seven years I think stories have a good point to stop and then it's up to the author to you know pull the plug at the right time well i guess in this case it's like writers and directors of the the series tv series so they have to recognize when the, the right time to stop is should they have stopped it last year 
Uh, well, mean, I'll, previous... I guess I'll be the judge once we see this season eight. But Daniel's upbeat. Daniel's yeah, upbeat. I think. Well, I agree with you. Season seven was like fairly stagnant. I think they could have ended on season seven with what they're currently doing at season eight. I don't think they need to do a lot of the setup. Um, but I think I don't think it's going to be as bad. Like when you're talking about uh, shows that last through seasons, I think of Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. and they do go off on tangents. But I think overall, I'm still interested in the show, mm-hmm. um, and I'm still interested in what happens. So I think stopping at eight makes sense. Sometimes they go past eight, and maybe that's unnecessary. But I think it's like this is like enough. Like this is a good amount of what they're doing and building up. I don't think season eight is going to be bad. Um, I think it's just going to be a lot of closure on like what's going to happen. Why so, are the living going to win or are the dead going to win? Is, so who's going to be the last one? On the one floor? of the things which which they, <clears throat> in storytelling, is usually, um, I guess, criticized about storytelling is if you have a dream sequence or if you have a magic sequence, like um, Jon Snow was dead, according to my belief, mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when I saw the end of, was it season five? Yeah, he was being mm-hmm. stabbed, kind of like Caesar, and and that was the end, and he would be dead. I mean, mm-hmm. he was stabbed multiple times, mm-hmm. and somehow uh, magically, um, he was brought back. Well, uh, so one yes, thing you yes. you missed out because you watched the recap thing <laughs> was they Melisandre, who was like the uh, witch who brought him back to mm-hmm. life had previously saw the other uh, witch guy bring um, the king back to life like four or five times. It was, uh, uh, well, it wasn't, a, it was the guy. The guy, yeah. It basically, uh, there was this band of brothers and it, within it. the band of brothers, there that was, was in a, season four. There was a priest version mm-hmm. of this guy and the leader of the band of brothers died like four or five times and this guy brought him back to life four or five times and Melisandre met right. him and that was when Melisandre bought that one Baratheon bastard mm. and she was surprised she's like you brought him back to life like five times mm-hmm. uh, and so that was they, they show that in episode one and foreshadow it so they so will, it wasn't they tell you they let you know that this kind of stuff is possible yeah right uh, yes. but I do get what you're saying is like it's kind of yeah know. you can't like it hurts the dying part like now deaths are now you could argue, well, why don't you just bring him back to life? Bring a priest here or something. You know? mm-hmm. Is that what you're arguing? Yes. I'm, I'm it suggesting devalues it, the whole death aspect. Yes, because we have stakes. We have, you know, as a viewer, we're invested in people and events. And, mm-hmm. and we, we fear the worst and the worst is death. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the only thing that helps in this case, other than th- them previously introducing the whole concept of bringing people back to life, is that... At that point, Melisandre also had failed. She sacrificed that girl, mm-hmm. and it didn't. It was supposed mm-hmm. to help the Stannis's army, and it didn't. And that's right. why she just left. And she's like, "Oh man!" Like, so at and that also, point, it's also you're not sure when you watch the episode. You're not exactly. It's not like you know that it's possible to bring her back to life, but you're not convinced that she'll be able to do it because she just recently failed. And so. when during the ritual too, like when they're bringing him back to life, there also is a sense like, like okay, yeah, like she's a wit or she mm-hmm. has the potential to bring her back to life, 
But part of you just seeing how Game of Thrones goes and killing off main characters, you think for like a good amount of time that he's not going to be come back to life because mm-hmm. they stall the end where he's yeah. like, oh, also, this was, there was work. a big gap between, because that was the end of a season. Mm-hmm. So you saw that Jon mm-hmm. Snow die and then there was a whole, yes. probably another year till, so for the whole year, you're like, we're pretty sure he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but also like when, when we do think he's going to come back to life, they also tease us at the end where oh, it's like, because, because like, they're like, ah, oh, like we didn't do it. And so it just like goes to his body and he's like just dead and like the spell didn't work. She had attempted the spell, but it didn't work or mm-hmm. so they thought. So they all walked out of the room mm. and just quiet and it's just... And they're, we're like, please don't end. Like, <laughs> and it's just his body and then it's like cre- and then he creates breathes. suspense and then all of a sudden he takes a big so inhale. So what, make, what makes you like Jon Snow? I mean, of all the characters, you you should told me your preferences mm, of characters. He's brave. Um, and let's see. How is he brave? He's also the underdog. Yeah, he's the underdog. The he's a bastard. Yeah, he's the underdog, and he takes. You get a sense he's always in danger, mm-hmm. and and then he's able to make it he's, out. He's sincere. Yeah, sincere. Um, he has the qualities of Ned Stark, but like he doesn't lose at it for some whatever reason. Well, I guess he did when he got backstabbed, but. Like and, he's he's no and he's not that powerful at least starting off, mm-hmm. right? And he's able to fight his way. But somehow you could tell by his, the way they captured his personality on screen, you knew there was more to him than a side character. Correct. Yes, because he focused on him. Was, um, is there any other character that they focused on in a similar way where? You thought you thought at the time this person, for example, the younger brothers. I've been wondering, you know, of the younger two, which one will be brought up? It's kind of we've got these extra characters that potentially could come about, and clearly, I've only seen this very, very quickly over the last two or three weeks or maybe months. So I don't know all the characters' names. Like Rick on our brand. So the elder brother, for example, he could have potentially been a main... He could have been a Jon Snow, mm-hmm. but he wasn't. Right. Yeah. I guess also, like in the beginning, his Jon's mother, well, stepmother, mm-hmm. um, didn't like him. Yes. So it's like, okay, he has that not going for him. Mm-hmm. Then I guess Ned didn't disown him, but uh, well, I guess there's nothing really with Ned and John. Um, well, there was. They were going to like, he was going to tell him who his mother was, like his who he actually was, basically. Right. So there was kind of like, oh, is he going to, you know, redeem himself in the family mm. sort of thing. And I guess in it, because there's also a lot of, like evil and bad things mm-hmm. he stands out more whereas traditionally yeah you have characters like him um because he's at the wall is that why is that what n- you're saying no those? just like the actions that happens in king's landing um mm-hmm. the cruel the, the, like the ramsey boltons and the cerseys there's there's a but few of those characters what's the difference Joffrey. between john snow and Tyrion? They're both they're likable. Both, they're both yeah. likable, but yeah. they're both likable at a different way, uh, in a different way. Um, they're both right. underdogs. They're both... I would say in the same way. In Tyrion's sense, he what? comes from wealth, which... Do we hold that against him? No, but he 
Um, because Jon Snow comes from wealth too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Although he's, he doesn't, he doesn't necessarily use it that much. Being mm-hmm. in the Night's Watch, he's kind of stuck there, right? He chooses a path which is not. And then quickly, his name becomes kind of used against him when everyone thinks his dad's a traitor. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Tyrion uses. Tyrion has nothing going for him. Right. Well, his family name still, he, he can use that. Other than the fact that nobody likes him because he's a dwarf, um, he uses his family name to kind of make plays. I would argue both of, like, I think they're very, like, much the same. They're parallels. Like you, yeah, you like them for the same reasons. They're both hated by their family. It will, like... Maybe at different and degrees. And it's by birth. They're both not supposed to. It's not something to. that was in con- their control. Yeah. Right. They're not. They're both not supposed to be uh, supported or liked because one's a bastard and the other one's a dwarf. Mm-hmm. Um, and even their mistakes, or I mean, maybe you could argue they're not mistakes, but they both fall in love and then value the power and the um, their control more than they like love. So John fell in love with Egret mm-hmm. and then ended up choosing the Night's Watch. Tyrion fell in love with, uh, what's her name? Yeah, I forgot the one. I forget her the name. one he kills. Shay. Yeah. Shay. Shay falls yeah. in love with Shay and then chooses to be stay as... Uh, as Michael yeah. has pointed out that what Donald just said. What? Rob. Rob. Oh, sorry. Not Rob. Oh, whoops. Uh, but yeah, John Rob also. betrayed his cause for a cute lady. Oh, yeah. Rob. Oh, yeah, that's true. You went the other way. Rob went the other way. Yeah. So Rob was supposed to marry the Walter, or or maybe he's supposed to marry that guy's one of the guy's daughters. So, uh, oh yes, Walter yes, 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 They made a yes, trade yes, where yes. they could cross the bridge or yes, something. Yes, mm-hmm. And Rob was supposed to marry the daughters, and then Rob didn't because he chose found love. that other lady yeah. chose love, and then John did the opposite. Kind of. Well, he fell in love with a wildling girl, but then he, he chose his duty over. He chose his duty over uh, oh, the love. So that's a good point. He's more noble in that sense, right? Yes. So he's yeah, not a selfish. So they yeah. both make this Tyrion and uh, John make the same mistakes, and they're I think they're like for the same reasons. I don't think they're any different. But so how come? How come the women? I, I mean, who is equivalent to John? And uh, Tyrion as a woman, which is a female character that is likable. I think Brienne. I, I mean, I like but that she's she... A, she's, a, she's a secondary character. You're saying main characters? Probably Arya would be the one. Because mm-hmm. she, for her whole life, has just been so close to meeting her family. And then they just die. But notice that she doesn't mm-hmm. have... She's not... There's no intentionality of sacrifice because maybe she's too young. She sacrificed her. Well, you also missed that season as no, well. No, no. <laughs> but but um, we don't see her. We we're not as engaged with her as we are with these other. Yeah, two she characters. doesn't have to sacrifice anything because her story is very much. She's just gonna react how things are gonna come. Yes. Whereas yes. there's no choice. There's just. There's like just a, a reaction. Exactly. In season six, there are it. Fo- it does focus more on her as far as like her choices of sacrificing her self identity versus choosing to be in a, an assassin. So, do we yeah. like people who make choices? Do we like? Is that something that we find appealing in human beings? Yes. Hard choices. Does it have to be hard choices? Could it be anyone who? 
who, because even Tyrion's some choices are bad choices and they're not hard choices and he chooses to live the life he chooses to live. But we find an appeal in that similar to the other, uh, what's his name, the, I want to say called the Dark Horse or the guy with the, the one with the, the, um, hound. the hound. The hound, yeah, I don't know why I thought he was a horse. <laughs> <laughs> one the of the animals. Uh, the hound yeah. or even the other guy, the one that is um, uh, Tyrion's sidekick. I like that guy, Bronn. Bronn. They both seem, you know, people who know what they want to do. Mm-hmm. We, it seems as if those people are the ones that we, at least I find more appealing as someone that I want to follow in a story rather than the ones who are always a victim. Yeah, I also like the the guys who sympathize with the bad guys or like they're willing to give up whatever um, honor me, they have example, yes. to side with. Well, I guess again it would mm-hmm. go back to John and Tyrion. Mm-hmm. John decides to go with the wild or bring the wildlings in because he realizes there's a bigger greater cause yeah Yeah. and then Tyrion decides to side with um danny Mm -hmm. because he realizes that she has the greater of or greater good of the people Mm -hmm. in mind Mm -hmm. versus their own sister um so yeah i guess those would those qualities being able to take yourself out of the us versus them and Mm -hmm. seeing the bigger picture is kind of a quality I like to see in Mm -hmm. characters. Michael has something else to say, although I can't see it from here. Michael, well, you had asked which of the female characters is the equivalent to John. And then Michael says Daenerys is supposed to be. That's the debate is if John or Daenerys is the chosen one. Mm. Although somehow Daenerys never she even though she was a victim of her brothers yeah but that quickly got kind of resolved yes and so um there's something about her which didn't appeal what was it because everyone's because after she was uh, the victim now everyone is trying to serve her minus the yes people trying to kill her but uh so it's all it's she's it's, already on top of things she's already on top of things and it's really like who do i i have to pick who i trust as opposed to like you know john doesn't have people on his side and he, he has, has to work yeah he has to put in some work she just goes around and I mean, frees the slaves and gets armies right she has the power of the dragon so do she's we already not have I as think... much depth to her as we do for john the reason why she doesn't like she would probably have more depth if she had more obstacles to go through but the reason she doesn't have to is because she has the dragons and they don't really stress the the value in the dragons because of like there was like a whole history of the last targaryens that ruled mm-hmm. who had ruled for over like 3000 years um with because they had dragons mm-hmm. so I guess the reason we don't see her as um, as important or as like interesting is because mm-hmm. it's so easy for her to take care of her problems. You just use the dragons. Maybe but they, they don't should show have. Them. Remember when they were in the city of Karth? Yeah. Maybe the dragons should have been stolen at that point, and then Daenerys doesn't have them for a whole season or something like that, and then she has to find. Yeah, she has to work true. her way to like get them back, because that. Because when she got into that Karth city, that warlock guy stole the eggs. 
And then relatively quickly, (laughs) (laughs) our dragons were stolen and then gotten back within the same episode. Right, right. Um, So that's, I guess, why we don't. So Sam is another character. Sam is, we all like Sam. Yes. Because he's closest to us as in. He doesn't have weak, any special weak, not, a, not a soldier. He's weak. He the, the best he can do is read books. Um, so that's why we relate to him. Although it's sad when they go in, in season six, they also, he uh, visits his family again because oh. he leaves the night's watch. Yes. And so it's really sad because like basically his dad is just, Oh, a jerk yeah. to him the whole time because <laughs> his dad had sent him away <laughs> yes. to the Night's Watch because he wasn't a good soldier and has a better son mm-hmm. yeah eyes. and then so they come back and they're sitting at dinner and it's like a reunion it's very awkward he's <laughs> not he's bullying him mm-hmm. and yeah and then he decides to just leave and then he <laughs> steals the family sword and runs away or something yeah. so so it, there's no resolution with the family no right i think the it mom is okay with him yeah the mom likes but mom him. was okay with him even before he left it was the father who was the one who right had a, a need to Did they establish to the mom before then uh, the father was very adamantly i mean he it was very, very clear that the father did not like but actually him. Yeah, the, uh, who are you talking about sam's father but you you s- you've never no, seen no, it? No, no. But oh, no, you saw what told that. Us. Oh, right, right, right. He told right. us about it. Right, So right. I paid attention to what to he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not the recap. They didn't have a... No, oh, what he was... What John, when, or what... Uh, yeah, yeah. What he just said it in words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, he said it in words. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yeah, what was it? So, so I, my question was, what is it in Sam? Sam oh, is that. the every man that we like. The everyday guy. Every, <laughs> we, we all want to be, or the every woman, I guess. Um, and he's very self-aware of it, too, which I like. like yes. He knows that he's not a fighter. or Yes. But yet somehow he still manages to kill like a White Walker. And yes. A yes. <laughs> and he, he's able to do it quite early on in the show. So it's kind yeah. of, okay, took care, been there, done that. Now I can go on to... Read books. Yes, <laughs> read books and find out what I'm doing. And then Michael says, mm. uh, well, referring to Daenerys, she just lights herself on fire. That's when her dragons yes, were stolen. Yes. Mm. Then John fights everyone, so I think that's why we think his struggles make us more like him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like characters in real life that don't really have to struggle, but they're still doing good in the world that we don't like, right? Maybe it's just because of the show that we're less interested in the story. Say that again, like. I feel like there's probably people in real life mm-hmm. where it's like they haven't struggled at all. Yes. But they're using Bill all Gates. their power to... Bill Gates. He's... Yeah, yeah, no. that's true. But he, he's using all his power to do good. We yes. still like him. But I think it's the fact that like maybe if we were watching the show of Bill Gates, we wouldn't be that interested. Well, it's because do you want to... It's like if you're trying to be entertained, there's nothing yeah. necessarily entertaining about Bill Gates' story. Right. It's inspiring and a noble thing that he's doing now with like but do you think uh what's his name apple um steve jobs Tim? steve jobs and his father leaving him and, and yeah that probably is more interesting that's probably a more entertaining story yeah yes yeah. so that's why they were able to make a movie on him a couple that's I true think. yeah yes that's but, probably it yeah yeah you have to be deserted to have a good story yeah but she's also stubborn too which is kind of irritating which maybe you need to be as a leader but i don't think you do 
Like she has a very. St- she's, she's not, not cool. Who? Uh, uh, Daenerys. Oh. Yes, she doesn't, like, she doesn't have the John. Yeah, coolness. she's not witty. She's not John's. Uh, Tyrion's witty. John's cool, and Daenerys yeah. doesn't have any of those. <laughs> and yes. who doesn't? Daenerys, Daenerys. has neither oh, none of, of those, those. Yeah, traits. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It would have been nice, and I I think that's what I miss. Is usually women they in movies we don't see cool women. Yeah, they don't think. usually have a sense of humor and be powerful. It's usually the overweight woman mm-hmm. who is the funny woman, mm-hmm. and and that's it. You don't usually have the very um, the what's it um the equivalent of you know oceans 11 and all those characters you don't right. usually have people who are james bond is that a lack of writing or a lack of acting i think it's a lack of writing i think so um characters like that are not created to show you can be um you can be a successful woman have yeah. a sense of humor and that's true. Yeah, well, Sansa, well, I guess she's not. No, she's, Ar- she doesn't have Arya, a sense of humor. Arya, I think, is probably a good example of... She's, she doesn't have a yeah. sense of humor. Well, though. Arya cool- and Sansa both, like, they get their comeback like, Later in, in, like, on. season six and seven. Yeah, yes. but Sansa's not, like, cool and yeah, yeah. witty. There's, there's no she's wittiness not funny, to it. But, yeah. but Arya is kind of... She's cheeky. Yeah, yeah. but cheeky mm-hmm. is different to being witty and... That's true, I suppose. I mean, yeah. Maybe she's. But not... is she cool though? She's an assassin. That's pretty cool. Yes. I was. I don't know. I guess maybe it's because she's not a leader. That, but I think yeah, I was interested in her. Well, Tyrion story, isn't but... a leader. Yeah, he is. He's not really a leader. He leaded the Led. Blackwater Bay, and then he leaded. Leaded. <laughs> he and then he um, did. He initiated that. You're right, but it's uh, but nobody wanted to follow him. He did it in spite of the fact. Uh, so he led. Well, but he, nobody followed. He does in um, later in season six. <laughs> <laughs> he does lead the um, what is it? I don't even remember the city name. Uh, the one where Danny just left. Yeah, the the, the old the old city. Basically, used to he's be. coming in as a foreigner dwarf. Mm. Yes. Um, and he has I to think... like gain the trust of everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and lead the whole city. So that I guess is more of his thing. But you're right. Like in, uh, when, like he when, pretty much he, he was chosen. Like if yes. it was his dad who just put him there. Yes. And then he made decisions. And he doesn't have a group of people who go Tyrion, Tyrion, yeah. <laughs> except for us. <laughs> except for us, yeah. For the viewer, that's true. Yeah, that's mm. true. What is that, Michael saying? No, oh, she didn't, he didn't say anything. There. Oh, okay. Yeah, Michael, I hope you realize that we look to you to lead us through this discussion. Yes, <laughs> Michael, Michael, Michael. <laughs> Because it's tax season, I have a headache. It is. I already did my taxes two months ago. Yeah. Well, it's not that hard. You know, wouldn't do you not feel that tax um, reports should be automated? It kind of is to a degree. Yeah. So why does it take extra? 
It doesn't. Depends if your life is that complicated. Oh, oh. Yeah, if you have a bunch of things. But <laughs> if you have a job, <laughs> if you're well organized, uh, I think you can handle it. Yeah. But you have to file extra stuff if you make money at other places mm. and you haven't been keeping... So it's a rich man's problem. Yeah, it's yeah, a rich yeah. man's problem for yeah. the most part. Because okay. otherwise, I, you essentially just... You get the software. The software costs 15 to $20, I think. Mm. Um, Should it even cost anything? So the government is actually well, they're bringing that up. It doesn't cost money to file taxes, but if you, this software is developed by non-government entities, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... And they don't get paid by the government, so the turbo taxes of the world. So they're so, like, so the government should pay for it. So yeah, they you are could, doing yeah, it. you could subsidize. Yeah, the go- this should be a tool that the government developed, but yes, you know, you know how that goes. works. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, the government should either buy one of these companies or just subsidize all of it. To, a contract I, with them. And yeah, exactly. I saw an article last week that said that they were going to, but I mean, who knows how long that'll take. But they mm-hmm. want for next year, they want to have an electronic version, kind of like TurboTax, where mm-hmm. it's easy and, you know, you don't have I think to the government hesitates with computer stuff just because it's sensitive information and security. and. and th- well, no, I wonder what the loss would be. You know, what... what why would the government prioritize in contracting to a TurboTax equivalent? Um, would they gain from having it free and easily accessible I mean, and part of the system or not? Yeah. It's more of a liability issue, I feel like, because uh, what was it like with Obamacare? Oops. That it was maybe that it was taking too long to get the, um, what is it? The website to load. Will the government? Like- and if people are doing it last minute and everyone's using the website, they don't want to have to deal with the yeah, whole. So the capacity. Oh, this is your fault. Is they they don't have the capacity. You're saying they don't have the they capacity, don't have... and they don't want to take on the liability of. Yeah. Well, they don't of... have a technological understanding. So you know, Facebook doesn't have a problem with load. It's called load balancers. That's how you balance. That's how you balance like additional demand. Right. So they just need to invest in their IT department, essentially. Yeah, well, that's what I would imagine. I I, I see the same thing that happens in education as well, mm-hmm. that we contract out to have very inefficient systems created, and then we're jumping through hoops constantly. And Which is very to ironic for an educational institute, don't you think? I think it's, <laughs> I, I think it's ironic find not it only hard for to... educational institution, but it's also ironic that we're in Silicon Valley and, you know, yeah. uh, that educational institutions in the Valley or in California mm-hmm. are so behind the times as far as technology is concerned. Do you think that has to do with leadership and their unwillingness to, to change? Or funding. Uh, yes, the problem with um, government organizations... Everything's uh, going fine. Bureau- we don't want to move they're anywhere. They're bureaucratic, um, mm. a lot of paperwork. The positive of, of paperwork and documentation is that you have oversight. The negative of it is you're left doing all this unridiculous paperwork or bureaucratic work, which doesn't really benefit. And so you can't do quick turnarounds Mm -hmm. because you have to go through multiple iterations and it takes years and years to get legislation passed to be able to... Too many people create too much fog. Yes. Too many processes. Um, I don't know if it's too many people. It's um, we we create some ties that bind us. Um, Mm -hmm. 
in in a system that we think we cannot change because we've decided that we need to follow those same rules. It's like that joke where, um, I think it's like the joke, you tell me if it or not, it is or not, um, somebody who used to uh, make mutton roast and every time she would make it, she would cut it into three slices or, or cut it smaller and then one day she, she says, you know, um, I want to make it and I don't have a part the right size and, and she asks her mother, you know, why did we used to cook it that way? And she goes, oh, that's only because I didn't have the pot the right size. And so you forget why you've got something in place. Yeah, I agree. And uh, you just stick to it because you've always done it that way. And then, you know, you turn around and say, well, things have changed. And that was a, at that time we didn't have the, the support mm -hmm. we needed. Yeah. So it takes individuals to like question the process process yes like i remember just getting some training and it's like someone's teaching me about how to update this report and i'm looking at this, the design of the report and mm -hmm. how they're not using a spreadsheet mm -hmm. how it's supposed to be like they're expanding it horizontally yes, yes as opposed to vertically yes um well why do they do that i think it's exactly what that, i asked because it was set up that way person, it's like no. that short story the lottery do you remember that no yeah i read that you remember what yes. that was? The, the lottery was a horrifying. Yeah. It's about the this uh, village where they um, have a lottery, and the whole story is about this lottery and who's going to be chosen in the end. The person you don't know chosen, what it's about. You don't know what the lottery is about, and the person who's chosen is going to be stoned. No, and for the farm. Yes. For so basically, that was, and nobody knows why they have this lottery. Right. Yeah. And everyone's nervous to be chosen. And yes. you're wondering, like, why? Yeah, why would you be nervous, nervous to be chosen? And then, then you realize, oh, my goodness, you're going to be Stoned, killed. Yeah. Um, so it's basically about how, as humans, we are not, um, we don't think about. But it, on that note, it brings me back to the Game of Thrones, because I imagine that's a, a world which is, you know, whether it's having bastards and having a whole you know, mm. the Battle of the Bastards and that concept of whose child are you and, and the inheritance. All of these older way of doing things which still seem so appealing to us. Mm -hmm. we're, we're still engaged with these centuries old ways uh, and don't question um, what the story, I mean, like the story of today of the bureaucracy of educational systems or, or government systems that is so there's nothing appealing in it is it yeah because the traditional ones are there's action is more decisive mm -hmm. because it's usually there's a master there's masters and slaves and the masters get their way when they say what's going to happen yes whereas in this yes. type of thing bureaucracy it's like we want to be fair and then so through that process is not just because you say something doesn't mean you get your way. And so we'll and never so have less, a grand... Uh, it I becomes mean, confusing mm -hmm. and it also just becomes yeah, less appealing for some reason. So a story needs to be cut and dry and you need to have the a dark side and... Uh, yeah, cut and dry, yeah. In that... Well, I guess you have, you have less... There's... The people have less power mm -hmm. in the... Yes. In this free society. <laughs> free, in the less power in... Making like group decisions, definitive decisions, yes, yes. and allocating so resources. It makes it less heroic. If it's a group resource, then it's like 
the resources don't You've all got to go vote on it yeah, you gotta vote on it <laughs> and you gotta fill up paperwork <laughs> and then yeah so we will not have a game of thrones for of our times and what would that pro- look like? And that's probably a good thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, what would it look like if we had a Silicon Kim- Valley version of a Game of Thrones? Well, <laughs> I was just gonna say, look at Kim Jong Un, yes. whoever. The, yeah. yes. Just look at the existing dictatorships, and that's that's what that would look like. But in context with Silicon Valley, yeah, or oh, California um, or America. Yeah, I guess Silicon Valley kind of is like that in a sense. Um, well, we were interested these, in that documentary. That yeah, was the, the Elizabeth Holmes. The mm, the horror. That was interesting. Yeah, yeah, that was, be, that was kind of that was strange. Yeah, it was very strange. It's very weird. Um, for for our viewers, kind of do a recap. Yeah, Elizabeth Holmes is a she was Harvard a, Harvard or Stanford yeah, Stanford, Stanford, Stanford dropout dropout and she, medical school. Yeah, she came up with this idea to basically simplify blood testing so you can get all sorts of results from a just a drop of blood as opposed to traditionally you have to do a lot of different lab tests and it takes way longer. Mm. So she started this business called Theranos and like her concept was okay, but like she got a lot of backing from very famous people, Bill Gates and whoever else. And the controversy that was that there was a lot of people telling her that like not only is this not possible, it's just not going to work. Yeah. So as so the idea yeah. was good, but as they were developing, they quickly realized the, the, the development just took a halt. Like they weren't really mm-hmm. getting new results. And then, as the time came that they had to actually roll out something that worked, as they said, they started they basically doing just oh. how it's normally done. Yeah. They took the blood samples and then they used but they weren't experienced old machines. <laughs> oh yeah. And then the way they were doing the test was not correct and. So basically, she, she and she kept trying to cover up and. But even the whole system of where they had these parties and the game, you know, it was which is a funny because it looks kind of party well, setup. It's funny because it, it looks very much like, like any startups. regular Silicon Valley company. <laughs> yeah, like, like when I my time at Upstart, which was like one of those, it was like very was similar. Was an Upstart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was an Upstart. It was very similar. Like the Christmas party was like. You know, we're just drink having drinks. Well, I guess my my experience wasn't like very crazy like that, but but I also think there are still like parallels to existing companies, like when they were talking about people who were bringing up like the problems to upper management, and they were just kind of like whatever. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and I think that's very real in I'm sure in today. Like, and I'd hear store like some of the salespeople would tell me like, oh yeah, like when you talk on these specific conference calls with the customers, one of these guys will like call you out and like make you lose your job. And I don't know how true this was in regards to the people they were talking about, but it's out. No, no, no. In my own experience. Oh, okay. uh, When we go on conference calls. There were people who would try and trip you up. Yeah. There would be power struggles within Mm. the, your calls that you'd have. Mm -hmm. uh, And apparently to the point where you could, it would affect your career. Mm -hmm. So they could kind of be like, beware yeah, yeah. connected beware. to the whole game of thrones so what would the thing? line the, be uh, like just, winter is coming what would be beware the call yeah <laughs> or beware the caller <laughs> yeah that that was more in regards to operations but yeah i don't know what it would be i think beware the, the customer the, poli- <laughs> <laughs> the politics are the same but the outcome is not uh, it's life less severe yeah <laughs> so, well, I mean, so severe. you wouldn't have your eyes gouged out and your head yeah. squashed in <laughs> Yeah, but, but maybe you would lose metaphorically, you might. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe you might lose out on millions of dollars. Yeah, 
I think <laughs> one interesting thing is like with tech companies specifically is they be, can become very uh, rich. Mm-hmm. And so to a degree, they become a very powerful the entity. What is it? The, uh, what's the name of the rich uh, family? The Lannisters? The, Lan- uh, the, the Lannisters. Tyrells. Yeah, the, Tyrell. Lan- the Lannisters are, the, well, they're both rich to their, yeah. in their own regards. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, these companies can become like those rich families to a degree, but the dynamics are all different. Um, but what's interesting, though, is that small people, aka the startups, can can branch out if they want to. If there's like some struggle within the they company, they can become the jobs. Exactly. Hero? So they have power too. So it's so that I guess makes so who it are interesting. The wildlings. The wildlings are just. <laughs> <laughs> They're, are they the lone coders? N- they're <laughs> entrepreneurs. They're, the, they're, they're, they're supposed they're the, to be the ones who don't non- follow anything. The non-tech people. They're the people who want to live off the, the grid. Kind of. Oh, actually, yeah. they're, they're off the grid. They're resource dry. They're off the grid. Yeah. They're... I, I was going to say But dumb, they aggressively... They're aggressive, but, but yeah. they've got this freedom that that's what John... Well, you could argue that those people who want to live off the grid are like, yeah. we don't want this technology. Yeah, they're like financially independent, but minimalist people. I feel like those are the, <laughs> the yeah. wild things. But you, without this technology, you risk long-term survival. Yes. Uh, and who are, the, who are the white walkers in this modern day? The I cons- hope they don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> the consumers... The, the consumers oh, of yes, the social yes, media. They can kill you by not following, by not using your... Yeah, there's like, we like social media. We are going to follow whatever the thing tells us. <laughs> yes. And then... Or are they politicians? Politicians would be the ones who manipulate. Yeah. <laughs> so that hasn't changed. Yeah. It's the Cersei's of... I don't think well, well, maybe there's a white walker. And somewhat incestuous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Trying to keep the their the friends bloodline. only the yes. friends in the party. Yes, yes. Yeah. What would be the music be? Or maybe the White Walkers mm. is AI of today, uh, and they're trying to because we don't know what we don't know. Bring. We don't know the motive of the White Walkers. Yeah. Yes, but maybe it's something good. Maybe they're just maybe they realize the and the connection uh-huh. between the White Walker. And the human beings, because you die and you become a white walker. Yes. And the technology somehow becomes, could. I mean, there's a connection between the... Yeah, human's death could be the birth of AI and maybe mm-hmm. our form, will, we will evolve into that. So mm-hmm. maybe as, as the humans evolve into the death, the white walkers, uh, we could evolve into some... AI, a artificial and what about intelligent the sp- beings. What about the spaces? I mean, uh, I'm I'm interested in that photograph that they've taken of, of the black, black hole. Yes, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking AI, the black hole well, is maybe. It does the... kind of suck. I mean, I know it's supposed to be impressive. What sucks? It's just it's like image. so blurry, and it's just like a, just orange, like half circle. Yeah, but it's still. Yeah, Come I know. on, I know. <laughs> it's like taking a photograph of an atom or something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but I get what you're saying. Artistically, it doesn't look very. Good. I like the artistic <laughs> renders. The Better. one that the what do you call it? Dramatized renders. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's yeah, explosions versus um, an orange circle. So what was the question? I, I'm saying? saying the spaces in the yeah, story of ours. Where, oh, yeah, where yeah, does yeah. black the black holes take? 
That's the that's the that's undiscovered the world. Yes. That's for we need to first need to become AI beings. We need to solve the problems locally first. But mm. that but that leaves more needs to be analyzed. We're like computers, but right now we're just lame computers. Mm. And then when we become AI beings, we become more efficient. We become better computers, and then we can analyze. And we'll be able to see the time in. And maybe we can't see. Maybe there's stuff in between what you call space. That's exactly but, what I. Okay. <laughs> time but we in can't, between. Right. Yes. <laughs> but we can't see it with you know these sense the eyeball sensors. Yes. You need something else. Uh, maybe there's another. You know, they're, they're, we're talking about light here with your eyeballs. Maybe there's another medium in which information is transferred. So who are the witches in our story? The witches? Yes. Oh, like the priestesses? Yes, yes. Because mm. they they seem evil. Nobody well, nobody who knows witchcraft. They yeah, they brought John back to life. That's yes, nice. but what, there was, what was the ulterior motive to bring John back? Since I didn't see that season, yeah. was there a motive? She, Did well, she, just she wanted like to redeem him? herself because she basically failed the previous oh, king. So Stannis. she wasn't becoming a better person. She was redeeming herself, but she wasn't becoming a better person. She just wanted people to uh, believe her, correct? Or was uh, she? She wanted to believe well, herself, probably, because she probably didn't. Well, probably I think she's online as in like, okay, this Jon Snow guy is going to save the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So I think she's just trying. Did she to... want the kingdom to be saved? Because this doesn't sound well, like... Well, when she was with Stannis, mm-hmm. she thought Stannis was the rightful mm-hmm. heir. Right. And so I guess she believes that Stannis as king would be the way the kingdom should be run. So I guess once Stannis was defeated, I don't even know if she knew that. Then she turned to Jon Snow for whatever reason. Uh, so I don't know who, what her ulterior motive is. I think she's just modern genuinely day psychologists would be the equivalent or something. <laughs> but yeah, it would be someone not related to technology, more into some like, voodoo magic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or dentists. <laughs> so I have I have a question of you, Nabil. Um, you generally don't like being interested, or you tend to be turned off in um things or or music or stories that everybody is into this is mm-hmm. this is something everybody's into and you are into it too yeah tell me why um it's not it's i don't know it's um it's on a different level it's, it's interesting mm. why is it interesting um there's, or I guess there's depth to it, whereas a traditional show... I mean, there's so many um, sword-fighting dragon shows or whatever mm-hmm. that are just so uh, boring. Mm. I don't know why. It's because it's very linear. The The protagonist usually isn't going to die. The bad guy never wins, yes. in the end, at least. Hmm. Um, so that's why it's not as interesting, I think. Like hmm. the typical dragon and fantasy things. What about you, even... Daniel? Cause you, you tend to seek out different thing, unique things. Mm-hmm. Um, Is this that level of unique? I think. So. Well, I mean, Breaking Bad. I feel like was in the same 
Captivated. sort of area. Yeah. Um, but again, like the protagonist pretty much lived throughout the whole thing. But it was cool because we were rooting. Although, would for you the bad argue guy. that these things are still cult type followings and not? I mean, it's mainstream to a degree. But it's, there's still people who don't watch I those would, things. Well, I was True. one who didn't watch right, it. Right, right. I would still put it in the mainstream. It's kind of mm. like pop music. Yeah. Um, I suppose it it's, has it's it's this is there. This, has this a, is this is yeah. fantasies crossover to the mainstream. You could yes. argue. Well, Lord of the Rings was, I think, as well. Yeah. And Harry Potter. Harry yeah. Potter probably had a huge. That's true. But of all, but yeah, but th- that's about it. Like I'm sure there's many more fantasy productions that just go unnamed. Star. Well, I don't know if you put Star Wars in that category. Yeah, you could put Star Wars and Star Trek to a degree, but it's like, but see, that's where. Yeah. Or Avengers. I guess it would be good if we knew Avengers the numbers. Avengers is pretty. That's all magic and. Uh... Yeah, they the uh, the comic book series has become pretty mainstream. I mean, if you think about its roots. Whenever comics were popular, I don't know, the 80s or something, <laughs> um, that was a very, you know, you should be the nerdy guys who are into that. Right. And now it's, uh, once you put big muscular dudes, although like Ant-Man's not muscular. I like Ant-Man. I don't like the comic book series stuff. Mm-hmm. I was just was never interested in it. But Ant-Man, I for agree. some reason, is funny because, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> well, first of all, uh, what is his name? Jude? Yeah, Jude. No, no, no. Uh, no. Shoot. I was going to say it's, Jude Law. But no, it's not Jude Law. Uh, it's just the goofy guy. Yeah. Michael, who is Ant-Man? <laughs> the actor. Um, shoot. Well, anyway. Maybe you can Google it. That actor I I like, but also Ant-Man is just like a ridiculous, like, he's not a macho guy. And yeah. It's unexpected, I guess. Yeah, I don't know why uh, comic books are kind of getting, or the comic book movies, I should say. Maybe it's because they're... Like I like the Wolverine series a little bit. Like I like the yeah. last episode. Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. Yeah. I like him because he's, he's like goofy. And yeah. like, <laughs> he's like he he's cheesy, but like in a funny way somehow. Mm. Yeah. Um, Similar to Deadpool, but for some reason his is more goofy. Yeah, his is more. Deadpool's more like trying to be edgy, kind of maybe. Yeah. And he, Paul or Ant Man is just silly and yeah. goofy. But yeah, um, I like him because it's like. You know, superhero. His name is Ant Man, and that's his powers. He's like can be an ant, but he can go into. But that actually is interesting because it's like scientifically based, where it's like you can quantum uh, go and use quantum mechanics to shrink yourself to like you know mm. sub microscopic levels and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, but I guess it's like after a while, once you see a certain pattern, maybe it just gets uninteresting. Yeah, what makes things interesting to people? That's new and fresh. Well, I guess by definition, mainstream stuff is less interesting, or I should say, generally has less depth. Because if it if it appeals to so many people, yes, there's so yes, much, yes. Uh, there's so many common denominators that, mm-hmm. yeah, you would get a simple low number. Yeah, is that math? Common denominators and the number. <laughs> Does that add up? Yeah. Would you argue then that witty banter is not that popular? Because quite, yeah, a lot of that too unique. <laughs> we are quite there. And we have we have discussed the need for identifying how much is wit and how much is banter. 
Yes, but I think we look beyond the name. <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, apple. What is that? A fruit? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, so, that doesn't even come up. Yes. Nobody says. Nobody buys an an apple product and is like, "What? This is not fruit." <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is an apple have to do with this? That's true. All the other technology companies have like, yeah, you know, weird names. Microsoft, yes. or like yes. normal in the sense of oh, normal technology. technology. Yeah, no. so, apple. That'll be a cool company name. Normal what? technology. <laughs> what was that? What was the company we saw the other day? It was like you the know? most generic. No, it was like. Advanced technology company or something oh, like that, where yeah. it was like, yeah, I don't get what those. And what's funny is, is those companies exist, and I bet you they make a decent amount of money for themselves. Yeah, yeah. It's like Tony they just exist, building. so that should inspire everyone to, to start their own business, and you can do it. <laughs> There's people out here, generic businesses making yes, money. Yeah, yes. you can do it too. You don't have to be Apple. Be normal <laughs> technologies. <laughs> LLC. <laughs> what would be normal technology like about? Bob's I don't know. Just like people Inc. using Excel sheets. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nothing crazy. No AI. Yeah. <laughs> just like Microsoft Word. We process orders. Yeah. Oh, WeWork. Oh, yeah. That was a name yeah, we yeah, saw we recently. Apparently, I don't know who it is. Bills.com. Ajit or some. Maybe Faisal <laughs> was telling us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bills.com. They have that building in San Mateo, I think. Mm. It was literally just when you come off the San Mateo com. Bridge, it just says bills.com. We process your bills. Yeah, what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> we work is more for like uh, renting real estate for office space. Yeah, but that kind of makes more sense. Yeah. When I first heard like, we work, I was like, what? Yeah, we work. Yeah, of course, I we work, work too. Yeah. Yeah, I work Actually, too. no, I don't. Actually, I don't. <laughs> well, I work unpaid, <laughs> unpaid internship. <laughs> Uh, but then when it was like renting property for yeah, companies, I was like, oh, okay, I kind of get that name. Um, <laughs> what time is it? Oh, seven minutes. Yeah. yeah. We can end it. Oh, we got Game of Thrones in an hour. Yeah. Oh, we, we, can, can. we can go for a little longer. We can. We can we fill can. this seven minutes. We I don't want to cheat the system, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got Game of Thrones. We'll order a so pizza. So I have some updates. Faisal might be Ooh. not coming. Oh, what, what's the update? So I have two updates about my uh, novel. I have one that um, it's a chapter has been posted <coughs> on a Pakistani um, website called Neador TV. Neador TV? Neador, yes. Mm. Neador means the new era. Mm. This is a Pakistani outlet? Uh, it's primarily for Pakistani readers, but it's an English outlet. Mm. And then the other is um, another website, and it's called Delay. St- Wait, I think it's called. I'll tell you, Delay Fiction, and it's about what the website is about. Um, things that are not the usual, the expected. And it's called Delay Fiction. And Mm. we're going to be publishing the chapter that is written from the perspective of flies. And that was what I think they found interesting because it's not the usual. You don't expect flies to turn. And this is an American outlet? This is an American outlet on the East Coast on a website. Interesting. Yes. And then in May, um, I'm going to do a reading in Mendocino. And hopefully um, it'll be actually a Sunday afternoon. Hmm. Uh, and hopefully um, you guys will join me. Oh, when is that again? That is May the 19th. Oh, May the 19th, okay. Yes. <laughs> Do you have anything planned on that? 
No, uh, I was just usually wondering. wondering. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, go. so those are my highlights. Oh, and May the fourth and fifth uh, will be in the at the Berkeley Book Festival. So maybe we'll be. Maybe we'll have a witty banter. Maybe we'll have a witty something. Ban- yeah. And you started painting too. I did start painting. Mm. I started mm. painting and. Um, Young Picasso. Yes, young or middle-aged Picasso, <laughs> <laughs> or not Picasso, Picasset. But no, I don't like Picasso because he was a um, a womanizer and a, you know, really? yeah. yeah. So anyhow, I have started <laughs> painting. painting. <laughs> Oil paints. Uh, yeah, and we can become our own leaders. We don't need to become that of Someone what existed. Is, yeah. Yeah. You can be inspired yes. by it. Yeah. Yeah. So you can be inspired by it, but instead of saying, I'm going to be the next... Oh, Jefferson, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to so be the Nabil Rana. I was sound like. I w- I w- yes, I am yes, the Nabil Rana. And I'm going to go out there and just, Yes. That's yeah. that. Yeah, but I have a feeling I am not focused enough to be the anything. But maybe I'm, that's just it. Oh, yeah, I could that be is the person that's... Maybe yes. it doesn't require that focus. No. I mean, be all over the place. I mean... <laughs> I keep confusing it. It's either Edison. I think it's Edison, not Jefferson. Yes. He was done with his career. He had retired at 40, and that's when he invented electricity. Oh. He was just going around, and he was like, apparently... What did he do before he he invented electricity? Yeah, uh, whatever his job was. Being president? Was he president? No, he wasn't. Why would he be president? Well, I was confusing Jefferson in there, so so I can see why. They all both look the same, if you think of Jefferson and Edison. (laughs) Yeah, then he retired. He's like, I'm done. I'm just going to take it easy. And then he's like, oh, he's like, I want to work on stuff that I want to do and explore. Uh, Benjamin Franklin invented electricity. Yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, am I mixing up? Edison with the light bulb. Oh, Edison was a light bulb. Yeah. Okay, yeah, back it up even older. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Oh, okay. After he's done being a statesman or oh, whatever, oh, yes, yes. he wanted that to explore, cool. and, uh, and apparently he's like a little bit of a social socialite. He mm. was a he was a socialite, and he had a really interestingly flamboyant lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. Yes, yeah, yeah. He was like a modern, yes. modern flamboyant these days. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so he wasn't, I mean, he was focused and in, in that, uh-huh. in one regard, but he was also... All over the place in another. Mm, yeah, so you never know. So he might not even focus. That is true, sir. Yeah. What okay. about your, your work going well? Uh, yeah, my work's going well. Um, me and Daniel tried a social media cleanse and failed. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we were like, we wanted to set more restrictions on when we would consume uh, Facebook Messenger and YouTube. Oh, did you put a uh, time? No, limit? just manual. Just, yes. You know. Uh, it didn't last. The first day or two was okay. And I got, I, I felt, I was productive those days. Mm-hmm. Um, I just realized I had a lot of free time, but I didn't. Have the hobbies. But then sometimes, <laughs> yeah, Daryl realized he had a lot of free time and no hobbies. I, w- I went, but then I ran out of gas. And it was, it was the same thing as me using the social media more, except I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> yeah, it was the same for me. I was just, I mean, Not I started going anything. for walks, but like, yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. But I pretended like I was like at my office and like at lunchtime, I'd turn the lights off and go outside and just do a lap around. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, there would be periods of like low focus, but th- th- not being on social media didn't necessarily change it. cure that. Yeah. Um, but but I am learning. I'm still. Progress is being made. 
I'm learning about CloudFormation, which is an AWS service that allows you to spin up resources as code. So if you needed a server, mm -hmm. traditionally you have to go buy a computer, put it together, mm -hmm. plug in the internet and blah, blah, blah. This is basically like, I want the power of that and I'm going to just define it in this, in a code. Mm -hmm. And then I just hit submit and then AWS handles the rest. So that's like that in a nutshell, which I argue is the future of uh, the way developers are going to set up resources. So your IT department at your school, mm -hmm. you know, you, there was a request one time that came to me, which uh, I think the music department or someone wanted a library of, do you remember this? Yes. Wanted yes, a library yes. of music at their fingertips or something like that. It was history department. Something like that. So in that kind of project, part of it would be, okay, where are we going to store this these, mm -hmm. this music yes. file? Where's the server? It was videos. Right. Exactly. Yes, video clips. So with this cloud formation service that AWS has, instead of me mail, renting a server, I would just, it's kind of like renting a server, but it's different. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah. So I'm learning stuff. So <laughs> that's important. <laughs> <laughs> Learning, you? learning things. Yeah. How about no, you? Just back so, on social media. <laughs> <laughs> just realized I had a lot of free time. I tried coffee roasting, and apparently it makes the house smell. Oh, yeah, I was smelling. It was really, really. bad uh, for me as well. Uh, so I'm like, all right, well, I guess I learned I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, that was the coffee roaster thing that's lying there. Yeah, did not work. It, well, it works. It's fine, but like the smell is just too. Intense. Intense, and which is probably why they have like the whole ventilation system on it. <laughs> you didn't put the exhaust on? Glad I you did, didn't, but it was you didn't enough. buy all the $5,000. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I, if I did it, it would have came with the ventilation. Yeah. Would have come. <clears throat> would have came. Would have come. come. <laughs> what was the thing in that show? That was funny. Uh, oh. Where he's like. Yes, uh, Les. Yeah, he's like. Yeah, Stan, yeah. Uh, that's what it was. Stan is But one of the is. Night's Watch said, like, less. <laughs> And then Stannis in the background's like fewer, <laughs> but you said it before him. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. It's like Stannis was a. What does that say about his character? Well, it's very because it didn't. Well, act, I mean, there's no reason for him to say that, right? Other yeah. than oh, maybe he's like, well, these guys are stupid. I'm yeah, out, yeah, I'm exactly. Because <laughs> he probably left. I mean, yeah. he was going to leave anyway, but yeah, maybe he's like, yeah, these, these guys, guys are dimwits. Because yeah. you can count. The, you could count guards. Whatever you can count, you say fewer. Oh, right, right, right. If you can't count, then you can't. Right. Okay, well, it's 5.02, so, so I suppose we'll wrap it up. <laughs> so thanks a lot for Thank tuning in, and until next time, signing out. Toodaloo.